Hello and welcome to the Morale Project. I'm your host, Senior Master Sergeant Cynthia Limoges, Human Resource Advisor for the Rhode Island Air National Guard. And welcome to today's topic, mentorship. So I feel like mentorship is such an important topic. Growing up, I previously mentioned that I was active duty Air Force, Air Force Reserves, and now in our wonderful Rhode Island Air National Guard, I had awesome mentors along the way, one including Chief Master Sergeant Baltazar, Baltazar who's retired. Um, but today I have a special guest, uh, Tech Sergeant Sheree Hall. Hi, Sergeant Hall. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're going to kind of talk a lot about mentorship. So Sergeant Hall, tell us a little bit about yourself. I graduated from Providence College. Uh, and then right after there, I went to the military in 2014. Um, I'm coming up on seven years in March. I love basketball. Um, I used to play, and now to stay connected with it, I, I referee high school basketball as well as AAU. I'm very close with uh, my family, my community, and I'm just like a very happy person all the time. And um, just trying to very goal oriented and, and just trying to keep the positivity alive. That's really awesome. I hear a lot of positive feedback about your personality and how, um, you know, just the positive aura you bring with you. And I think the day that we were out in the gate or in front of the gate, we were passing out that um, the swag. Remember that? <laughs> yes. And I could see you interacting at like zero six hundred in the morning with the smile on your face. So that was really awesome to see. So when we talk about mentorship, tell me about your community, first of all. I want to hear you, you talked about working a lot in your community. Okay, so um, I come, where I'm from, I'm from Chad Brown. I don't know if anyone knows it. Yeah. It's, it's in yeah. Providence. It's, it was a very rough neighborhood to grow up in. Um, my mom really didn't let me go outside. I was kind of sheltered um, because it was pretty bad out there. Um, but... I just knew young that I wouldn't become like a product of my community. So that's what I had to drive me um, to, to this, where I am today. Um, there were definitely shootings um, that happened over there. Um, but just, just to know, like, I wasn't even the only one. Like, I had, I had a lot of friends that was also like me. Uh, one of my friends uh, graduated and she became a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I definitely have a very good surrounding and, and chose good friends uh, to, keep, to keep connected with just to see where we would go, you know? Yeah, that is so awesome to hear. And I'm, I'm very grateful to... To, to definitely hear your perspective on mentorship. So let's just dive into it, huh? So when we talk about mentorship, tell me, what do you, what, is, what does mentorship mean to you? Uh, mentorship, uh, it, I kind of think of leadership. So I, I would advise and kind of train people or people who have done to me, you know, like they're trying to guide me to, to um, to a better way of maybe doing something or getting into positive activities. But really, mentorship can be done by anyone in a position of experience. So you literally don't have to be a leader to do mentorship. Mm -hmm. If you have experience in whatever topic that somebody is interested in, you can be that mentor and help them to, to gravitate to where they're going to be or want to be. Yeah, you, you bring up such valid points, and I know 
um, you know, being activated for COVID response here in Rhode Island, I myself had the opportunity to learn a lot from younger enlisted folks. And it kind of reminds me of that. And you bring a valid, valid point. Um, what are some examples of ideal mentorship to you, for, you know, in your opinion? Um, ideal mentorship. I would say um, to have somebody um, kind of like in your corner that is just um, guiding you to, like, say, if my goal is to become, like, my goal was to become a fire team leader, and I did let my um, my unit know that, so they kind of gave me somebody that that would teach me, like, hey, this is this is where. These are the goals that you have to reach to get here. And so they gave me the, the materials that I needed to accomplish, and they also motivated me on the way also. So that was very big for me. But also to know the person that you're mentoring. Everybody doesn't learn the same. So maybe knowing like, hey, maybe this person needs more directives like they need me to be on top of them so that's how they can gravitate to the best level mm -hmm. or maybe they need me to lay back a little bit um or maybe delegation you can you can delegate tasks to them and make them feel more empowered um so it could it means like a whole bunch of different things yeah. um but really it's just how you um how you know that person and then how you interpret it like so how you're going to help them gravitate to the best position that yeah. they're trying so to get it in. sounds like connection right like you have to build this connection oh. with someone yes to yeah. be able to mentor them is that what you're that is that's the number one key right there and that's i know that's what i'm great at so i'm also a social worker um nice. so i know one of my biggest attributes is connecting with people I don't know why, but I definitely connect with the younger community the most. Um, I also teach parenting skills. However, I don't have a kid. So that's mm -hmm. kind of why I don't really connect too well with the older people because I guess they don't want somebody that doesn't have kids to tell them how to parent their kids. <laughs> so <laughs> I get it. I get it. But, um, yeah, I just I, I try to learn the person, you know, and find out what motivates them and and just try to use those things to, to, to get them um, where they need to be. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so intrigued by the community you serve. Um, I think community, uh, connection is key and, and mentorship for sure. So I, I want to dive into your experience in the community. I want to hear all about the mentorship you've done in the community, real and raw. You know? All right. So um, I'm, I'm very happy to say, like, uh, this past year, uh, me and my dad, we got together and um, we, we got with somebody that would donate a whole bunch of food, and we went back to Chad Brown, and we, we gave out boxes of food to, like, the less unfortunate. Uh, there were some people that I still knew, you know, that, that when I grew up there, they were still there. They were very happy to see me, you know, always a smiling face. Um, there were some people where we had to like walk and maybe carry the boxes and bring them to their house. But the when you see like the gratitude on these people's faces, it, it makes it all worthwhile. Um, we're actually looking to do that again and in maybe other communities around um, Providence, the Providence area. Yeah. Um, 
also. I always get asked, my mom works for the school department, so um, she works at Robert Bailey, and they always call me in to, to um, speak to the kids about being in the military and different aspects of that because these, these little kids, like, they're, I wasn't exposed young. I didn't know nothing about the military until after college. Wow. So I know that there's definitely a, a big deficit in that, mm-hmm. and to start them off, I would... Uh, uh, it's, it's great that I get to talk to like second graders, third graders about other opportunities that they have. Yeah. What's their feedback? Like the little eyes are looking at you. Well, first of all, when I walk in, they're all staring and they're all their <laughs> big eyes, bubbly eyes, and they just they want to come up and they give me hugs. Oh, wow. um, and they're getting they're supposed to be in line, and then they're just so excited they get out of line. <laughs> and yeah. and yeah, they just they have tons of questions. Um, and I think these, these young minds are the minds that we should be molding. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's great to hear that. And little do you know that oftentimes it's those small appearances that have such an impact on not only just the community, but being there representing the Rhode Island National Guard, our family, right? Yes. And even even when they see me, like uh, like I mentioned, I do basketball, too. Yeah. I've had these kids see me outside of their school, and they would come up to me and like, hey, I seen you. You was at my class. Like, you was talking to us. How's that going? And how do I do that? I want to be just like you. They see that I'm a female uh, minority. So they just, they're like, oh, well, how did you get to that position? Because they don't normally, maybe their family members wasn't as fortunate as me. Mm-hmm. But that now that they're seeing me, maybe they can know that they can do it also. Yeah, I think that's so impressive. And I know you talk about like the basketball community. That's a well-connected community. Tell me about those experiences when it comes to connecting and mentorship in that field. Oh, yeah. So um, I think I started basketball around 2018. Mm-hmm. But... I had a little breaks because of the deployments and um, the COVID activations and stuff like that. So I, I would say altogether, I'm going on like maybe a year of refing, but it seems like a lifetime to me. Um, I, I started off and I had like, they call it bitty ball and it's like five year olds. And I walked in and the whole team would just come and run to me. <laughs> They're just happy <laughs> that I'm there refereeing. Um, and just this year, uh, my first game, actually, I had um, some girls come up to me. I think it was Pais, um, the school in Providence. And they, after the game, they was just like, they lost too. So they were still happy to say, hey, like, what do you think we could do better? And, like, it's really nice to see, like, a female and, like, a black female over here. Like, how do you get into that stuff? And they was just like, I want you to do more of my games. Wow. They was just, yeah. they, they felt represented I would say yeah so and, and, and so you bring up a valid point so I, I know we talk like for me personally uh, my message as a human resource advisor or the DNI practitioner as I call myself right diversity when I talk about diversity I don't just talk about like culturally like us women um, minorities you know I, I that's a cultural aspect of it right I, I like to talk about on a human level and that includes your life experiences, right? So your community, bring that in. Mm-hmm. And then not only do you have these other things in there, like you're a minority and woman, like this is huge for your community to see like, wow, I, 
she's doing it, I can do it, right? Yes. I mean, also another community that, I, that I'm a part of, the LGBT community, yeah. that we bring that to the table too. I don't know if you can tell when I'm in my uniform, but <laughs> like, yeah, if, if, I, if I'm not in a uniform, I have tattoos, but then I have my nails painted. Uh, like, I don't know, maybe I'm a big walking question mark, but... <laughs> but, but, but hey who knows like it, it goes to show you like you could come through any walk of life and still you're you're human you'd be that you know like that person that can do whatever you want and I and I think that to get there though you need the proper guidance like I didn't get there by myself at all I've had mentors in the past I I think I had mentor for mentors for different things like for the military, um, I have uh, Sergeant Koenig. He helps me a lot. He asked me when I first came in, like, what do you want to do? And honestly, I didn't even know my options. I didn't even know what AGR was. Maybe if I knew what that was before, then I would have went, went out before. But that's okay. That's why I, I learned from those things. So now when new, new recruits come in, I'm like, hey, look at all these options that you have. You know, I want to... Um, give them all the information that they need so they can make the best informed choice. Mm-hmm. But I also have a mentor uh, for, um, for basketball, his name is Mike Dakotas. But what, I think it was my yep first game, he asked, he was like, hey, i never seen you before. Like, what are you doing here? And then he just took me underneath his wing. He's like, usually we have um, mentees. And hey, if you don't have one, I will be yours. And then he was like, I'm going to make the call right away because I want you. And maybe he saw something in me. I don't know what it was, but he's been guiding me the whole way. And oh. it's been so helpful yeah. with all my, you know, I got to work on my mechanics and stuff like that. And he's just been, like, totally helpful. Um even in my personal life, like, you know, you have that go-to friend where they have maybe more experience than you, so they're, they're helping guiding you with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know here, too, at the military, John has been uh, from Public Affairs. We, we just met um, when he was doing a uh, Airman Spotlight report on me, but ever since, he's been trying to help me so much to find, like, the best job. You know, like, it, it really seems to me like he has my best interests at heart, and he's always giving me, like, helping me network. He has all these connections that he's putting me on with, and and it's just a great experience, and I appreciate it so much. Yeah, that, that's really awesome. And I'm, you know, I'm grateful to hear that having mentorship in all aspects of your life is so important, because you're right. You know, we have different goals and, and, and life is so tricky. It, it changes constantly, you know. And I feel like you're a wealth of knowledge and experience in life and military and bring so much to the table. What would you suggest to our younger, to our youth? Let's start with youth, like our younger enlisted. And then we'll go from there to our junior enlisted, you know, like our tech sergeants. And then... Let's start there. Okay. And I'll go further. So for the younger people, I know like it's when I first joined, I was scared. I don't want to make eye contact with nobody. I, I just don't want to talk. I would challenge them to come out of their shell. Yeah. Try to try to find somebody who you think uh, maybe mirrors what you want to be or where you want to go, and and just build up the courage to go and talk to them, fill out, fill them out, and see if that's the kind of vibe that you like. If it is, then say hey. I, I like what you do. Like, you know, can you help me get to where you are? Yeah. Um, and then um, 
for junior enlisted, I would say like, so I'm a tech sergeant, I guess I'm in that, in that realm. Right now, I like to, I, I'm so like outgoing, so I'm going after the little kids, <laughs> like the, the, the recruits. So I like to, like I get a team, I have a team right now of, uh, of four members, and I just make it a point to like, hey, tell me about yourself. Um, and I always want to know, like, every month, even though I'm not there at drill, I haven't been in drill, like, for, like, a year now. But I still text them, and I'm like, hey, tell me one thing that happened during the month, like, so I can still keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, really just try to know who, who your, um, who your uh, recruits are, like, know, see, know what motivates them, know where they want to get, so that you can be that mentor for them. Mm-hmm. And then for the seniors, I would say, even as a tech sergeant, you know, you're still kind of scared of, of like, senior members. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they just look standoffish. Maybe they're not, but they just maybe have that face where you just don't want to <laughs> go up to them, you know? Um, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, but maybe... I know they have an open door policy, but just maybe going to more events, maybe holding more events, um, really talking to the younger enlisted, or maybe guiding the the, the junior NCOs on how to how to guide their troops, or even have them tell the, tell them about your troops. You know, like yeah. that would make sure that the whole line is being done. So if the seniors go to the to the juniors and be like, "Hey, tell me about your team." And if somebody doesn't know, you, you know that they're not doing their job. Yeah. But that gives them the information that they need to know, and um, it just it helps out everybody. And then you would think, like, hey, maybe that could bridge the gap right there. Yeah. It, you bring up such a valid point, because that, that was my last, or well, one of my other questions that I was going to present to you. You know, I'm a senior leader. Um, I know that a lot of my successes were as a result of good mentorship, right? And so I feel like as senior leaders, we're missing the mark. And I I try to explore why, you know, why are we missing the mark? Where does that disconnect? So I'm grateful for your feedback. Do you have any suggestions that, you know, that we can be more or find more ways to connect? I I would say definitely with events, maybe. Like Mm -hmm. you just have to get those events, but then you have to actually talk to these people see what they want, you know, and then if, if you can help in any way, I know that first it's it's being seen, but then if you can actually, I think we call it in social work, like a quick intervention, like <laughs> if you could do something yeah. like really quickly with them, it, it builds the relationship, like that's your start of the relationship, and they think that, hey, these people care about me, so yeah, maybe I want to work harder, and I, I have a, like, I have somebody that actually believes in me, so it kind of makes the whole system a little bit better. You get to know your people, and they have faith in you. So maybe like you'll definitely have uh, better troops for tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's a great. You know, I think about that as my you know for myself as a senior leader. And my goal, I have to admit, the past year has been less talk and more action. Yes. Because I found myself in that rut as a senior leader, doing a lot of talking and no action. So I made it a goal. Um, actually, it was 2021. I made it a goal to just do it. I feel like the Nike commercial. Yes. Not my my not my uh, 
spread, right? Um, in other words, I'm not the one that made up the <laughs> the comment, just do it, or the quote, just do it. But I feel like that was my that was my goal as a senior leader, just to just to do that, do that, you know, do take action and stop talking. And maybe like I feel like breaking down barriers, maybe make yourself more relatable to the person, share some experiences with them, like hey. Um, I wasn't always like a great person. I mess up still to this day. You know, like um, when I first came in, I was I always had a problem with time. So I was <laughs> always late. And then I got some paperwork because I was late too many times, you know, like so maybe share some of those experiences with them so they know that you're a human too. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even Even in your personal life, like, hey, like maybe something happened to you when you were younger and this is how I got out of it, and this is how I grew from it. All those connections make people closer. Right, like a family. Yes, that's what and that's what we're trying to do. Big, yeah. yeah, one big Rhode Island. That's Network why I stay family. here, because I do feel like I have a family. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. So what are some recommendations? I mean, I've been thinking about like this speed mentorship event. You know, like I, you know, we have speed dating. I've never done speed dating before, mm-hmm. but like I know uh, Chief Master Sergeant Hart, who's retired now, did this speed mentorship event, and I've been thinking about it. But what what are some recommendations you have if you think of any? Oh no, I really like that idea. So with that being said, I would probably get some really good open-ended questions. Yeah. So, but that like that urge the people to become connected you know what I mean to have have both of them come out of their shells and maybe they can find like a common ground and and that might be like what you need to to continue that relationship yeah that's that's really cool I really love hearing that you know that that because you're right connect and I've been saying this connection is key it really is and asking questions do you notice we're so afraid to ask questions sometimes? Oh, always. Always. Yeah. Any other advice or suggestions that you have regarding mentorship or anything that's impacted your life that you want to share with us? Um, well, I know, like, I'm a big, like, family-type person, and I have my friends and everything like that. I know that my friends, they, they look up to me. I know that that's it's kind of it's good and it's bad. It's like it keeps me on my toes because I know like hey, I got to have to do good for these people, you know what I mean? But then um it's also down because I'm like, dang, I can't mess up because then they're going <laughs> to see that I messed up and, and they're going to know that hey, I'm human too. <laughs> but um I think it's very big for me like how I set the standard for my friends. It's I I, I just I kind of love it. Um even in like a relationship or um, the success that I have in my career, I'm happy that I'm able to set that example for them and kind of be their cheerleader also. Like, hey, maybe making recommendations for them or um, yeah, just cheering them on with things that they do and being there for them when they need me. Mm -hmm. That type of mentorship matters too. Yeah, you know what else I was thinking of too when, when you were talking is like follow through. How yeah. important is follow through, right? Follow through is everything. You anybody can say whatever they want, but if you don't follow through, I will never believe you. Yeah. You have to do it every time. Um that's actually one of my my biggest things that it's it's maybe one of my pet peeves. 
um, if if people don't have follow through. It's like it's kind of like a waste of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but people will get there. Some people will maybe not do something. Just don't give up on them right away. You know, like give them a few chances. Yeah. Um, but definitely as a mentor, you need to follow through every time. Yeah, that's so important. Well, I'm so grateful you're here with us today. I'm so excited to hear from you. Um, and again, this is mentorship is a huge part of our military community. You know, we're just trying to build that gap that we've missed. You know, and I don't want to just call out our senior leaders. It isn't just our senior leaders. It's all across the board, right? We're missing the connection somewhere. And so I'm grateful that you're here to share some experiences. Um, yeah. Yeah. So one thing I think I, I when, when you just said that, I think I've, I just thought of. So I think it's a little hard for the, for the senior leadership because we're only here like one week in a month. Mm-hmm. However, but what the, like what the um, young recruits could do is volunteer for, the, for certain things. Like I volunteered to go on deployment. I volunteered for the, the, uh, the thing that we was doing in New Jersey um, with the, Oh, refugees, right. refugees, right. the COVID stuff. That was another way for me to gain connections and maybe mentors and, and mentees. You know, like getting involved. Everybody has to try to get involved, and that's how you um, maybe like get a better network mm-hmm. and you know meet new people. I, I've met so many different people, and now I think pretty much every state that I go to, I can literally call one person that wow. knows me and. I can, cool. I can connect with them. Yeah, and then we have the Rising Six. I think that's a new group that is here at Quonset that's coming up. I just got that. I saw the email a few, <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago. So you're right, organizations that are, that are here at Quonset that, we, that our folks can plug into. Yes. But I always say, this is always my caveat to everyone, Army, Air, doesn't matter, we're all family. I say, at the end of the day, we could be mentored left and right but it is our responsibility to keep ourselves current and marketable, right? Yes. Always. And it's always good to have that person to push you along the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Sergeant Hall. Sheree Hall. I'm so <laughs> grateful to have you here. And thank you, folks, for tuning in to the Morale Project. I look forward to you tuning in next time. Thank you. The Morale Project. <laughs>